All you need is love. You're being ridiculous. All you need is love. Just one night. Give me just one night. There's no way, cause you can't pay. In the name of love. One night in the name of love. You crazy fool. I won't give in to you. It's so easy. All you have to do is fall in love. Love hurts. All you have to do is play the game. Love scars. All you have to do is take on No, 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 it ain't me. together everywhere Love I will be with you everything I will do for you don't speak I know just what you're thinking so please stop explaining don't tell me cause it Kept on singing love songs. All of this music breaks my heart. Yes, it breaks my heart.
I just discovered this weekend, which is crazy because it's been out for almost a month now, is the original Broadway cast recording of Moulin Rouge on Broadway. Of course I have the original, and I'm so familiar with the uh, film recording uh, uh, score and soundtrack of Baz Luhrmann's film, an iconic, legendary, one of my favorite movies ever, probably top five, Moulin Rouge with Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor, but now it is, of course, made its way to Broadway, The Great White Way, and I've heard stellar things about it. The set looks amazing. You can see uh, sort of a, a collage of, of clips on YouTube promoting the show, and of course you can Google, you know, or look on Instagram of the show's uh, um, sets, and it looks glorious, spectacular, spectacular, as they say in the movie. And anyways, that's the uh, Elephant Love Melody, modernized version of, which I heard for the first time yesterday, and I bought it right away on iTunes, can't stop listening to it, I love it, I love it, starring, the musical starring Aaron Tevet, who you guys must know, he was in, well, I know him from Gossip Girl, because he was Trip, um, uh, Archibald, um, Nate's cousin, um, on Gossip Girl, he was in the Moulin, um, not the Moulin Rouge movie, he should have been, he was in, um, uh, Les Mis, he's, he was in Catch Me If You Can on Broadway, um, uh, so many different shows, he's, he's just so talented, and of course, the stellar voice of Karen Olivo, who won her um, first Tony for Anita in West Side Story, um, I believe that came out in 2010, and she was also in In the Heights, and she was also in um, uh, Hamilton, which, so she's like Lin-Manuel Miranda's muse, so talented, so good, it's such a beautiful sound, and I love that it's modernized and updated, and I'm looking at some reviews of what some of the, you know, getting a pulse of what sort of the uh, the public thinks about it because there's a bunch of reviews on YouTube, 74 to be exact, of the uh, video I'm looking at. And this one uh, post from a user said, I like this mostly because it's the same fun um, of hearing the original version for the first time, being completely surprised and delighted by whatever song shows up. Like Regina Spector, Old School, No Doubt, Natalie Imbruglia, Postal Service, I'm in. I mean, I'm a huge fan of that too. And of course, the original version was Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You and um, some Elton John, and it was, it's iconic, it's, it's, um, just a special show, and I listen to all the tracks on the soundtrack, and it's a bit different, it, uh, it sort of separates, um, from the original, but that's, that's like how Mean Girls is too, Mean Girls, the story is a little bit different from the original movie, and I think that gives the creative team a chance to, um, you know, just, um, uh, add in and incorporate maybe elements that they couldn't or didn't put into the original, uh, form of the project, which is great. But anyways, it's just so, so good, and um, I, I know you guys, you might not love music like I do, but um, it's the best, and it's just so special. Okay, so I have some stories for you today, and before I get into the stories, I want to tell you this. My friend Mike and I used in a few podcast episodes with me. We have a show that we're going to start 
we're going to shoot tomorrow. It's going to go on YouTube. I'm not going to say the name of the show yet because we want to shoot it first, edit it, and then put it out there. But it, it's sort of in the, in the same um, tone as my podcast, Mr. of Pop Culture. And it's really fun. It's a really good idea. It's going to be separate than this. It's not going to be a podcast, although I might, we might make it into a podcast depending on, you know, how the reception of it when we post it. Um, but it's just the two of us, and it's really fun, and it's funny. It's going to be short episodes like this. Um, and it's just, you know, in sort of the same format of what I do here, only I'm going to be with someone else doing it. And it's fun because I love doing this by myself and I feel like I'm really handled this way by myself. But when I um, film something on camera, it's, it's easier to work off of someone else because you can gauge it. You can just put more out there versus talking directly to the screen, which is sometimes awkward, but very fun nonetheless. Um, so we're going to put that out. And then what else? Um, uh, yeah, so we're really excited. We, we thought of this idea over the weekend because I helped him move into his new apartment in West Hollywood, his new apartment in West Hollywood. Um, and we were thinking of ideas because we love curating content, putting out content, 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 content. We have so much content we want to put out. And then we've been looking for sort of the right project for the two of us because he has a bunch of stuff that he's filming with some of his friends. And I thought, well, I mean, this is very time consuming because I have to think and develop and pick the stories. And then I have to, you know, run it through in my head and I have to go listen to old episodes before but new episodes just to make sure I'm not repeating and redundant. Um, so anyways, I'm really super excited to get into, um, what he and I are going to put out there. And, you know, once it's out there, I'll give more details on the podcast. And it should be super exciting. And I'll let you guys know how our, how our first filming goes. Okay, so first story of the day for me news. Ronnie Ortiz Mar- Mago, Magro, Magro, Margo. Ronnie Ortiz Magro ordered to stay away from Jen Harley days after kidnapping arrest. And this is, um, again, for me news. And you guys know Ronnie from Jersey Shore. There's been a bit of a, him and his, I don't know if it's his girlfriend or, or his fiance, whatnot, but they've been in a bit of um, a few public skews of, uh, you know, having to get law enforcement involved because I believe there's been some, um, you know, fighting and whatnot in this weekend or, or it was, might have been a few days ago, there was a big fight where he was in LA and I guess he was allegedly on some type of substance and got taken away, tasered and jail, $100,000 bail. Let me redo the story. Okay. Ronnie Ortiz Magro is under an emergency protective order following his arrest for kidnapping on Friday morning. Okay, it was Friday morning, so three days ago. The Los Angeles Police Department placed the Jersey Store star under the order after he was arrested on the suspicion of kidnapping and felony domestic violence during a reported altercation with one again, off again. It's actually on again, off again, but E, I think might have done a spelling error. So on again, off again, girlfriend, Jen Harley, who is holding their one-year-old daughter. Per multiple reports, Ronnie is still able to visit his daughter, but he must stay at least 100 yards away from Jen. Moreover, he must request a police escort if he wishes to get his belongings from Jen's Las Vegas residence, although Ronnie has a separate home. The emergency order expires on the 11th, exactly a week after his arrest. This protection can be extended if Jen chooses to request a temporary restraining order. According to the California law, authorities are able to issue an emergency protective order if they believe an individual is, quote, in the immediate present, in the immediate and present danger of domestic violence. But a source tells E! News, quote, there are a lot of discrepancies in Jen's story to the cops. In a previous statement, Ronnie's attorney alluded to this belief when he stated that they plan to launch their own investigation to the events that unfolded Friday morning. Quote, the reporting of the alleged incident relating to Ronnie Magro yesterday is based upon pure speculation and innuendo. We are currently conducting our own investigation. We'll have no further comment until this has been concluded, his attorney said. At the time of the incident, a spokesperson for the LAPD confirmed their daughter was safe and unharmed during the altercation. They also said that... In the process of arresting him, officers were required to make a forceful entry and, quote, there was a minor use of force with the taser on the subject. Ronnie was released that afternoon after posting $100,000 bond. This is just one of the many fights that Ronnie and Jen have had involved on multiple occasions. Police have been called to end the domestic disturbances of which ended in Jen's arrest. Oh, that's not good. However, according to Ronnie, he and Jen truly care and love for each other. Um, I'm going to just end the article here. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's, you know, sometimes love is enough. Sometimes you love someone so much you have to separate. We've, that's an age-old classic. We've all heard that story. And, um, you know, it's, you just don't want the child to get hurt because... 
sometimes just love isn't enough to do it, and you know only the child gets hurt in these type of debacles. Um, I'm going to conclude the article. The 33-year-old said in July that he and Jen were committed to making their relationship work, especially after Ronnie went to rehab. While the star's treatment for depression and alcohol abuse helped their relationship for a time, a source says Ronnie has no plans to go to rehab. An attorney for Jen Harley tells E! News, quote, I do not have a comment at this time. We are still in the process of gathering information. There you go. It's all out there. I can only wish them the best and their child the best because uh, it's very sad. And, you know, I guess there was security camera footage of what went down. So it's scary. And, you know, wish them all well and especially their baby. Um, and I'll keep you updated. Next story. Our loved, beloved, one and only Felicity Huffman is in uh, the news again for page six. This time committing another crime, but not a felony. Not, a, not as big of a crime as, you know, what went down with Operation Varsity Blues. Okay. Again, from page six, written by Leah, Leah Bitsky. Prison-bound Felicity Huffman walks with dog in no dog zone. Of course, this is a headline. Felicity Huffman doesn't give a pup. That's funny. Uh, the disgraced actress who is awaiting... She's not disgraced. I'm going uh, I'm gonna amend that... Uh, <clears throat> Page six article, my own words. The actress, who is very talented, uh, who is waiting, um, who is awaiting her present sentence over her role in the sweeping college admissions scandal, which, as you guys know, I've done an episode, uh, $30,000 fine and two weeks in prison. Not so bad, not so bad. 14 days. She can, you know, you know, do some exercising and whatnot. Uh, was photographed walking a pooch near a no-dogs-allowed zone at Lake Hollywood on Saturday. You guys want to know something really funny? I walk there every single day. So, I've breathed Felicity's air. The 56-year-old Desperate Housewives alum wore workout clothes, a sun hat, sneakers, shades, as she walked with a pal. Um, as she and a pal walked a furry friend on leash near the no-dog-ribbited area in September, Huffman was sentenced to two weeks behind bars for paying $15,000 to inflate her daughter's SAT scores, blah, 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 blah. I reported that the TV star will surrender for federal lockup October 25th. Um... Yeah, I mean, this is literally the most minor story ever, but it's just funny because I literally walk there every single day, and it's great. You can't, uh, you can't bring pets because uh, it's the best. It's, it's literally – it's, it's called the Hollywood Reservoir, and um, I've always wanted to take my dog there, but I can't because there's no dogs allowed. But I do, I do see people walking dogs, so I've seen many other people. So it's not just Felicity. It's a lot of other people, but maybe the rules change, so that was really funny. Okay, next story is from page six as well. One and only Kylie Jenner deletes video of new $3 million Bugatti after fans point out people are starving. Written by Leah Bitsky again. Leah, you're just putting out great content today. Great news. Okay. The youngest self-made billionaire is driving people mad, literally and figuratively. Kylie Jenner flaunted a new $3 million Bugatti cheer on on social media, but quickly deleted the pic after fans pointed out there are people in the world who are starving. Quote, how can people justify buying more cars than they need uh, when there are people out there who can't eat? One critic commented on the post, according to the blast, like, I get it's your money how you, um, and you earn it, but how do you justify not doing good with it? I just don't get it. The money you spend on you could feed a village for a year at least. Well, I'm going to interrupt this article and say nobody knows exactly how philanthropic she really is because nobody knows her financial statements except for Kylie. Who knows? Maybe Kylie's the type of person, this type of person I would be, that every single dollar she spends, she equates that to how much she gives to charity. You don't know that. Another added quote, oh, yay, another car. Meanwhile, there's people struggling to make ends meet and feed themselves. I'm happy for her, but damn, one is enough, enough. The 22-year-old mega mogul, again, she's a mogul, so she can do what she wants with her money. The 22-year-old mega mogul is known for showing off her pricey rides, including her two Range Rovers, a Rolls Royce, a Porsche, a Lamborghini, and a Ferrari. Good for her. I would buy that stuff, too, if I could. Um, it seems her followers have seen enough pics of Jenner posting with fancy whips after getting berated on Instagram. The Keeping Up the Kardashian star promptly removed the pic. Um, Jenner has had a drama-filled year for breaking up with Travis Scott, ending her years, friendship with Jordan Woods, and falling ill, uh, and being hospitalized during Paris Fashion Week, and things haven't been easy for the youngest Jenner sister. Now fans are asking her to pump the brakes on what she's doing best, showing off her lavish lifestyle. You know, when you attain mass success like that, you want to do what you want to do with your money. It's her money. Okay, on with the, on, up with her heads, up with her heads, as I say now, someone will them. Next story. 
Again, page six. No, no. Yes, yes. Is this page six? No, this is... Oh, this is one of those things where it's like you click and it takes you to another site. Oh, no, it's from page six. I'm sorry. Oh, page six style. Gosh, page six. All my stories are from page six. Sorry, I just nibbled. Okay. Juliana Rancic, who we all love from E! News, Fashion Police, with, you know, the, the late Joan Rivers, the great late Joan Rivers. I love that show, by the way, with Joan, George, Step- George Stepanopoulos, um, Kelly Osborne, and, of course, Joan Rivers in the, in the hot seat. She was so funny. She had the best commentary and everything. It was before everything, everyone... It was before cancel culture and before everyone became super politically correct. And now I feel like I wonder... And I, I might have mentioned this before in another episode. I always wonder, like, what Joan Rivers would have thought about cancel culture and how she would have, um, you know, sort of... Uh, shit on it and 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 just been you know she's a straight shooter and just been like that's so stupid i'm gonna say what i want to say and i'm gonna say it but i remember fashion police i think sort of where it went down and flames was when juliana rancic who i love by the way sort of made um maybe well not thought out comments about zendaya back in the uh the year she went to the academy awards and w- looked gorgeous she had her hair and dreads and, and she made a joke that i think didn't land well and then um, you know stuff happened but hey juliana rancic goes back on me and she's great okay juliana rancic on creating a clean skincare in line for cancer patients. If you guys don't remember, she had uh, breast cancer. She talked about it. Um, breast cancer survivor Juliana Rancic created a skincare line called Fountain of Truth to help cancer patients maintain a clean beauty routine. Quote, I was 36 when I was diagnosed. Rancic, now 47, told Page Six at the Pink Agenda Gala in New York City last week. I'm sorry, not New York City. Not New York City, New York last week. I was a young woman, perfectly healthy, no family history. She continued, quote, after my diagnosis, I was making a lot of changes in my life and one of them um, was what I was putting on my skin and body. So I set out to create a clean skin Carolina that also works. The E! News host has been cancer-free for seven years and decided to launch Fountain of Truth October in, 20, in October 2018. I wonder why they're just doing an article about it now. Um, a year later, the company has pledged $100,000 to breast cancer research and the Fab You Wish program that grants wishes to women undergoing breast cancer treatment. That's so great. Quote, we are one of the sponsors of the event, Rancic told us. For me, that's really important. That's a very big part of our mission and our story and what we do. Fountain of Truth is sold at Ulta Beauty stores nationwide and on HSN. It includes... Over a dozen products, including face serums, moisturizers, face masks, and more, ranging from $28 to $86. Uh, Rancic added, um, It's just nice to use something that's luxurious that works, but it's clean and safe. For me, October is a month of excitement, to be quite honest, and an opportunity to use my platform to voice even more to get out the word. Even more to get the word out. Very good. Love you, Juliana Rancic, and very good. Happy that she's um, clean and healthy, and that's great that she's you know giving back. Okay, the next story. J-Lo, don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. Throwing on my Louboutins. Jennifer Lopez, this is from E! News. Jennifer Lopez sued for $100,000 over Alex Rodriguez's picture, picture by Jess Cohen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, considering she's carrying a bag that's worth that, um, I think it's fine. $150,000. Okay. Whew. Love does not cost a thing, apparently. Jennifer Lopez is being sued for copyright infringement over a photo she posted to her Instagram story in 2017. According to the court documents filed by Splash News and Picture Agency and obtained by E! News, the picture in question showed the Hustler star holding hands with Alex Rodriguez while out in New York City. Okay, before I get into this story, I'm not even, I'm, I don't even want to finish this story because this has been an ongoing thing. I know with Gigi Hadid this happened and someone else too. A lot of stars are being sued for posting photos of themselves that paparazzi take and it's, it's a fine line because I understand it's the property of someone else and the paparazzi could probably, you know, buy dinner for their family with that money and that's why they are paparazzi after all. But the thing is, it's like, there should be some type of thing where if it's the actual person who they're taking a photo of and invading their privacy, that's not right. I th- it's just it's this whole thing and it's an ongoing story and I don't know if, you know, the law is doing something about it, but I think it's just horrible. And you know what? I just say, I'll let's say, let people have their peace. I let people have their peace. Okay. I'm not even going to finish that story. Great story. Now on with the show. 
No, I'm just browsing down TMZ to see if anything um, is, is newsworthy. Because I did a lot of page six stand. And as I like to say... Oh, here we go. Hailey Bieber. Wedding down... Wedding gown done by Louis Finest. Here comes the bride pics. Oh, my God. She posted a photo on Instagram. Looks gorgeous. Okay. Haley Bieber is finally ready to give it up. Pictures of her wedding dress, that is. Mrs. Bieber just posted several professional shots of her wedding. Uh, I'm sorry, of her wearing her custom backless gown, which was commissioned by Louis Vuitton's artistic director for menswear, Virgo A-B-L-O-H. Sorry for butchering that pronunciation of that last name. Sounds like he had it done through his other fashion company, though off-white. Oh, she looks so gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, I'm just looking at the photos she posted on Instagram. They're stunningly beautiful. Haley thanked Virgil and co-company writing, at Virgil Blow, thank you for making my vision come to life and creating my dream dress. You and your at A-O-A at off underscore, 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 underscore. White team are incredible and I'm forever grateful. I get to wear... Uh, I got to wear your beautiful creation heart emoji. She also threw in some pics of her and the groom together with Justin looking super spiffy in his tux. Haley captioned the photo of them with, quote, last Monday was the most special day of my life, smiley face. The words, till death do us part, were embroidered on a train, too. Haley threw in some extra photos for good measure. Another one of her and JB kissing, but close up this time. She even added a shot of their bling, a.k.a. their rings. Duh, we, we all know what bling is. Um, still no photos of them at the altar in South Carolina, though. Looks like we'll have to wait on those. Uh, here's what I do know, though. Haley changed at least once during her and Justin's wedding reception, and now um, we know that dress was preceded by something even more stunning. Seriously, she looks absolutely angelic here. Imagine a real-life lucky man that Biebs is. So true. She looks so beautiful. It's, it's, she just has a great silhouette. And I believe she was a model, and Justin, too, looks super spiffy. And I just think they're, uh, they're one of those couples who it's like genetically perfect, and they just have to be together. I, mean, I obviously don't know either of them, but from what it seems like, they're both very in love and happy. And, oh, young love, young love, as in the words of Rita Skeeter for Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Young love. Remember, I love Rita Skeeter, and I love Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Speaking of which of Harry Potter, um, I'm really excited for the next Fantastic Beasts, because I love Fantastic Beasts, and want to find them the original with Eddie Redmayne. And then I love the second one, but the second one went a little bit off the bat, I know J.K. Rowling wrote it herself, but it might have been her first time being a screenwriter, but you know what, I, I didn't get the best reviews, but I loved it anyways, because I love J.K. Rowling, and I think she's just, she's a precious gem of a woman with the brain of a uh, uh, Nobel Prize winner, I don't know if she won a Nobel Prize for creating Harry Potter, but she should have, and I was uh, I was watching some of Harry Potter clips online today, well, while I was in the bathroom, because when I'm in the bathroom and I'm in the shower, I like to play YouTube clips of stuff, just, you know, because I don't like to be silent, I like to, you know, hear some stuff going on, and mostly I play the comeback and our friends, because I love, love Lisa Kudrow so much, as you guys know that I've talked many times about my queen, Lisa Kudrow, um, but, yes, I, uh, I just love it, and I, I love Harry Potter, and I, I want to go back and read them all, and I haven't, you know, read them in a while, but, you know, anyways. All right, so those are the stories for the day, and I'm going to tell you guys something else. So aside from the uh, super, um, aside from that, I, I, I'm going to try something different for this episode. I'm going to, I thought about filming it for an on-camera type thing and putting up on YouTube, but I, I, it's really hard to do both of them because this, the quality of the podcast is so much better when I record it with, with, you know, all my stuff and in my space that I recorded in because the sound quality is better. So I'm going to try doing an on-camera episode. I know I said that I did that before, but it was really, really difficult, so I didn't do a good job of it, but now I have, like, sort of a whole thing set up where I'm going to try and do it and put it on camera and then have my computer there also because that's where I pull up the stories, which is how, obviously, how I read everything now. Um, so I'm going to try and do that, and I'll let, you go, I'll let you guys know how it goes because it might be a disaster, but it might be great. But anyways, um, I'll definitely keep you guys posted about the project that I'm going to shoot with my friend. Um, it's sort of a new, new type of uh, fun thing, and I'll give more details once I shot it and once it's edited and once it looks really good because I don't want to, you know, jump the gun and you know, put something out there that's not that great, a great quality, because my podcast is great. All right, everybody, I hope you have a great Monday, um, and I'll be back later. <laughs> Bye!